poker's legendary champions, next generation stars, and tireless ambassadors of the game, sharing their wisdom and guiding your journey to high achievement on the green felt. This is Chasing Poker Greatness with your host, Brad Wilson. Welcome, 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 my friend, to another episode of the Chasing Poker Greatness podcast. As always, this is your host, Coach Brad, and I am joined in a special episode, the State of CPG, talking about CPG Wolves, diving into you know my vision for the short and long term uh, of Chasing Poker Greatness. What's up, John? How are we going? New overlay? We've replaced the Nuffler with the... A- with a URL, a lot yeah. of changes going on at CPG these yeah. days. Yeah, major, major. Nuffler, Nuffler's out for this special episode. Uh, so I've given you interview rights, first access to me to, to talk about CPG Wolves. So, you know, let's dive in and, you know, you can be a proxy for the podcast listener and the YouTube watcher. Uh, ask question to your heart's content about what I'm moving towards. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, that'll just be my role for this interview. We're going to be talking about CPG Wolves, which is a new program that Brad is launching. Um, When's the launch date? Do you have a set date yet? It's either December 1st or January 1st. It's dependent upon the, the three folks that I've already offered contracts to. Nice. And so CPG Wolves, I guess the first thing we should say is it is a coaching for profits program. Um, do you want to just first go over what coaching for profits is for any of the listeners that might have never even heard of CFP? Yeah, so typically it's going to be two things. It's going to be one of two things. The first is either A, it'll be private coaching, training, access to you know, lots of access to me basically on a regular basis, uh, for 20% of your monthly profits. Um, that's one aspect of it. The other aspect is staking, which is the C the, the stable operation, CPG wolves taking the risk of backing players for 50% of profits. So the 20% version is players playing on their own bankroll in exchange for regular coaching training, uh, you know, immersion into the group access all these types of things right okay so you're sort of like full service one-stop shop poker coach for these players or your your kind of your um your mentees and in return those guys play a bunch of cash and then every month um give 20 percent of whatever they profit um to you in exchange for all that private coaching and all the the mass data analysis strategies that you guys that you'll be handing over to them. Correct. Correct. And so for these coaching for profits programs, generally, like you mentioned, like a contract that you offered to three of your players, like how, what does this look like? You, you, you give them a contract. Does it have like a time commitment that they're playing under you for, or like, what are, what are the types of things that get um, hammered out in the contract? Yeah. So the, the contract is two years. It's basically modeled after 
the existing coaching for profit operations on the market. I've, you know, talked to Nick Howard about how they structure their contracts. I've had a number of, you know, people that run successful stables, Patrick Leonard, who started Bit B, um, Ginge Poker, whose episode hasn't been released yet, but he also has a stable. Like I've had the opportunity to speak with a bunch of people who have ran these types of programs. And so basically it's going to be two years um, or 600,000 regular hands played and, or, uh, I think, I believe it's 1 million hands of fast fold poker. So 600,000 regular tables or 1 million fast fold. Uh, another, one of the requirements is basically sign, signing up under me on whatever poker platform that we choose right now. We're specifically going to be going after ignition, uh, and then over time, hopefully be able to expand to different platforms as they pop up. Nice. Sounds like a, sounds like a good plan. And then last question, um, in this intersection, um, why did you decide to move to CFP Brad? Was there like a personal reason that you, you thought this would be better? Or is this like just, uh, you know, a format of teaching that you think is, is more effective? Um, why are you pivoting away from private coaching and, or individual private coaching and, and kind of moving towards the coaching for profits model? I think it's a natural progression from course creation, private coaching. You know, there, there are some things that this will allow me to do that I, that I think expedites learning and growth amongst the, the members in, in private coaching specifically. Like, you know, you've, you've gotten a lot of sessions from me. We do our session. I send you the replay and, you know, basically once you get the replay, you're not allowed to share it with other people, right? Because this would cannibalize my private coaching business where I'm incentivized to get as many students as I can teach them. And there's a lot of overlapping lessons because, you know, let's face it, like people struggle in many of the same areas kind of over and over and over again. So I don't love that private coaching doesn't, you know, it doesn't incentivize collaboration and growth of a group as a unit, which basically makes me do the same coaching sessions over and over and over again, which isn't exactly mentally stimulating for me. Um, and I also think it's inefficient for the students that I coach as well. Like there's more efficient ways to go about it. So in the beginning, you know, before I had courses created, before I was deep into the mass data uh, analysis that I do to create backend courses, um, CFP didn't make a lot of sense. But now um, I believe that with the onboarding process, streamlining it, diving deep, especially in the beginning, creating systems and processes, I'll be able to uh, onboard many people and have many people under me at the same time and sort of collect uh, collectively coach them. Whereas one-to-one -one coaching, just it, it isn't scalable. It requires me to be there for every step of the way. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of want to go back and and uh, kind of revisit something that you just touched on. Um, you seem to say that the uh, kind of your increased experience in, in the MDA and, and um, data analysis realm has like made you, it sounds like it's just made you way more confident that you can turn, turn out winning players. Um, you've also like mentioned to me off the podcast that like you think that now that you have these cutting edge strategies that you're sort of just, you're developing like all, the, all day, all the time, like new ones are just coming out, you know, pretty regularly. Um, that you think that, you know, CFP is a much more uh, efficient way to deploy those strategies than maybe just selling them on the market or teaching them to students one by one. Um, is there 
anything there that you want to talk about, kind of like the relationship with how you've gotten way better at, you know, MDA, MDA interpretation and analysis and, and how that ties into CFP? Yeah. So like you said, you know, I spend a day a week just purely in strategy creation and analyzing data and building things out. I think that, you know, the reality is that when you're selling courses, most people probably don't think about, you know, logo creation, sales page creation, sales copy, uh, interviewing customers to see what their pains are, what they really enjoy about the program to, you know, effectively position it correctly on the market and then sell it, right? Like that's a lot of work for each individual course. And as I'm progressively creating strategies much more quickly, I'm able to deploy them to my CPG wolves without them, you know, without going through the process of building a sales page, of making a PDF look really nice. Um, I can just give them to the to the the wolves as soon as they're created. They can get out there, test them. I can get feedback. We can improve and iterate and learn much more quickly. You know, it's just it's just a much more uh, efficient and quick process for getting strategies in the hands of the people that want to use them. And yeah, so I think that that's, again, just another benefit of the CFP operation is I don't have to mass market them. I don't have to sell them. I just give them to the people. They deploy them and go. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really good example of incentives aligning really well between you and the students. Like the students are, you know, definitely benefit from getting their hands on cutting edge strategies as quickly as possible and not having to wait for, you know, I, 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 frivolous makes it sound like a bad word. Frivolous, frivolous makes it sound worse than it is, but like, you know, they don't have to wait for frivolous things like making sure the color pattern on the, yeah, you know, the strategy sheet right? looks great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's move on. We've, we've talked about uh, just CFP programs in general and, and why you uh, are moving towards the CFP model. Let's talk about CPG Wolves CFP in, in specific. My first question is, uh, what does the ideal candidate look like to you, the ideal applicant? Um, do they need any sort of prerequisites when it comes to poker? What level of experience are you looking for? Are you looking for uh, like a minimum stake or a minimum number of hands that they've played to show that they're either break even or winning or whatever you're looking for over a certain sample? Um, what are you looking for in an applicant? So ideally, so the, the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, the episode of Chasing Poker Greatness with Patrick Leonard, when he talked about the number one criteria for choosing somebody for his staking operation was they have to like them, right? Yeah, and I remember that. They, you know, basically like when you're working in close proximity with someone, you, you need to like them. You need to get along. You need to mesh well. So like that's, that's number one, which may sound, uh, you, you know, it's subjective, but I want to like the people that I'm working with um, first and foremost. So I need to like them. Secondly, for you know the, this initial phase of CPG Wolves will be the profit sharing, uh, profit sharing kind. So the twenty percent of profit paid out monthly, um, and then a little bit down the road, like phase two, will be the the full staking. So for the profit sharing, I need guys and girls who are playing at least one hundred no limit. Uh, that's sort of the minimum stake that makes profit sharing viable from from the beginning. And the next thing, and this is 
may ruffle some feathers, but like people that have invested themselves into CPG courses, people that have previously invested themselves into private coaching with me, because I know those people, I have relationships with them already. And, and two, I need to know that they buy into the methodology uh, that, that I coach, right? Because sometimes it, it just doesn't work. You know, I, I have private coaching students that come at poker from a different angle than I do. Uh, whether it's more theoretically or pio driven or what have you. And it just isn't a great working relationship. And so I need people that buy into the methodology that I teach, the methodology that they're training. Um, and also, uh, you know, a minimum of 30 to 50,000 hands playing winning poker at 50 and L, like, or break even, break even or winning poker. Um, because, you know, the reality is like if we Pareto principle this out, um, most of the impact for the CPG Wolves operation will be had by 20% of the players, right? Which basically means the guys or girls that are able to take the information, execute it, move up stakes, um, are going to be where most of the revenue is generated. So I need a high barrier to entry for people getting into the program, especially when I'm going to be investing, you know, most... <laughs> all resources and a lot of my willpower and energy on a daily basis into them. Like we just, we, we have to set the, the bar high. And if people have specifically like, you know, been a part of, of greatness village, but haven't invested in any courses ever, I'm just going to be frank and say that they don't have a shot of getting into the wolves program because, well, I mean, I mean, it's just people that aren't willing to invest in themselves I mean, that's, that's a telling sign, right? Like if you're not willing to invest in yourself and your education and your growth as a poker player, then what makes me believe that you're going to invest yourself fully when I'm just giving you everything, right? Or okay. when you're giving it to you uh, in exchange for your profits, basically, or 20% of your profits. So what would you recommend to, let's say I'm a, I want to apply to CPG Wolves. I have a winning sample over 50K hands at 50 NL. I'm just starting to shot take 100 NL and I want to get some coaching and I want to get better, but uh, I've never been part of the village before or CPG. All I do is listen to the podcast. Like you've never heard of me, Brad. You've never met me. I've never bought a course. Like what would you recommend I do first to get my application going? Get in there. I mean, just get in the village, ask questions, like research my methodology, how I approach training. And if it resonates with you, then buy a course and start looking over the course, going through the information and just actively learning, right? Like, so I'm only opening the doors for, for five people, like in this beta launch, basically, like this early launch part of the program. Um, three people I've already offered contracts to. Two of them are private coaching students that have been with me for the last, you know, 10 months taking sessions on a weekly basis. So we're very familiar with each other. Um, we like one another, we get along well, and I believe that they have potential to move up stakes. And then the other player that I offered a contract to has bought all the CPG courses, um, and is in there firing up zoom meeting rooms, meeting weekly to learn, integrate the, the course materials so that they can execute it at the tables. And I mean, that's like, these are all positive signals that these people are willing to kind of do what it takes, that they're willing to put in the work to, you know, play poker professionally and be the best poker players that they're, they can possibly be.
Yeah. One thing that I would add to that, if uh, just sort of switching gears for a second, and, and if I had to, you know, kind of provide advice to someone who's sort of looking to break into the village a little bit and maybe get noticed by Brad so that they can apply to um, CPG Wolves, I think the best way to do that would be to attend Poker Power Hour regularly on Wednesdays, um, Wednesday evenings, East Coast time, because that just gets you like FaceTime with Brad and other people in the community. It gives you a chance to like just speak your mind and like kind of let people know like how you think about poker and I don't know, just it, it gives you a chance to kind of like prove yourself in a more personal setting than just sending messages in Slack or buying courses or and asking questions or something like that. So if if I was trying to break into the village, my advice would be to come to Poker Power Hour regularly and like contribute some hands and, you know, provide your thoughts on, on other people's hands. I think that's the best way to kind of get known in the in the village. Yeah, I mean, personal contact, right? Seeing people's face on camera, interacting with them, getting to know them. Um, again, like this this is just beneficial for both myself and, and for them if they want to dive a little deeper and immerse themselves a little bit deeper into, you know, the future of CPG. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next question about wolves is just, is there anything that you think or, you know, for a fact that sets your CFP apart from uh, some of the other big ones that are out there? I think another way to phrase this question is if I'm a really good candidate for CFP, um, how would you sell me on CPG versus, let's say, some other stable? Yeah, like like detox, right? I, I think you know. I didn't want to. I didn't want to name any names. You no, know, nah, I, didn't want to I plug mean, them for free. Well, I mean, <laughs> anybody that's listening to the podcast for a while should be familiar with detox, and I have immense respect for the the detox methodology, the detox crew. I mean, if to be fair, like they deserve the plug because if it wasn't for them and me, sort of understanding how they, you know, not really how they analyze data, but what they're doing, right? Like what's the purpose of their model for coaching? And like that, that was sort of the moment to where I was like, oh, this makes a lot of sense to me. Approaching things from the angle of looking at big data, developing strategies from that perspective. So I, I have a lot of, I have immense respect for all those guys. I, I just really respect all of them. For right now, I would say, I, you know, you were in the first iteration of preflop bootcamp, right? And yeah. if we go back over a year, we'll talk about preflop bootcamp and things fell apart that first month from the jump. The, the software that I was planning on having you guys train, um, wasn't doing what I needed it to do. It, it, it is now, but it, back then, you know, I had to request some functionality. So like right before the launch, I was kind of hit, <laughs> kind of blindsided, and realized like, wow, so this is not going to go down the way that I, I thought it was. So for that week, basically, my only priority in life was to will you guys to success and hopping in Zoom meetings, training you myself, spending you know, 20, 30 hours that week just personally quizzing and training. And uh, what's, what's funny is like the, the initial price of bootcamp was like $99 too. So it was like, the most valuable iteration of bootcamp ever at the lowest price because it was like that that was the first month that it ran so i would say that if you do join a different cfp you're probably not going to get a lot of one-on-one -on -one private coaching time with the people that run it especially if it's been going for a while because you know the the evolution of the program is to work closely with people develop strategies um make supplementary content that automates the process because you need, at the end of the day, you need automation to scale. 
So right now, at the beginning specifically, it's going to be me willing my CPG Wolves to success, doing everything in my power to provide them with the tools necessary to improve win rate, move up stakes, and be successful. So that to me would be the the biggest draw to jump in in the very beginning because as training material gets created, as you know, I start having a repository of information, videos, and content, the one-on-one time will just naturally go down over time. Yeah, yeah. Had sort of... you mentioned that too in his uh podcast with you he talked about how you know he just made a reference like hey you know when you join like linus's stable or cfp you're not actually getting coaching from like linus lilliger you're you're probably getting coaching from some second coach and like maybe you see him like a couple times a month um i can just say from experience with like all the cpg courses and, and like you just mentioned preflop, the first iteration of preflop bootcamp like that'll definitely not be your approach you'll probably be like as hands-on as you can pro- possibly be so uh, I definitely think that that's a, like a selling point for like a CFP is that like you get to talk to like you get to work closely and talk to like the big boss of the CFP every single day um, instead of, you know, working through some, I don't know. I, I think like the equivalent for like a lot of stables and CFPs would be like, there's you, but most of the people are actually getting coaching from someone like me or like someone like my level. Um, and you're not really getting to uh, get a lot of FaceTime or personal contact with the with the crusher that like you're, you know, you're hoping to sign up under basically. Yeah. I mean. And it just makes sense, I think, logistically, that there's only so many hours in a day, and in order to scale, a lot of things need to be automated. And as things become automated, then that's less time that I invest on a daily basis into the program. Um, I, I would say, too, another thing, the back to the why of CPG Wolves, I think I think that the strategies that I've, I've made and am make currently making are cutting edge. And I think that they're the best things on the market. Like I, I have a high level of confidence that that's the case. And so making a stable, kind of putting my money where my mouth is um, as it relates to investing my time and energy into the wolves, I, I think makes a lot of sense too, right? Where it's like, okay, I think this is the best on the market. So uh, eventually when I move to the staking model, I'm taking a financial risk um, in backing players with basically saying, I think this is going to outperform pretty much anything else on the market and let's go, you know? Okay. So let's kind of move on now. Let's pretend that I am a successful applicant. I am now a CPG Wolf and part of the CFP program. What will my kind of response, my regular responsibilities look like as as someone who's playing under you, um, do I have things that I need to do regularly, like on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis? Um, kind of how are you envisioning you know, your players, either uh, the regular responsibilities of your players as a as a CFP? Yeah, so it's going to depend. You know, I think it depends on what stage of the process you're at. If you're crushing it, like so, so basically, like your priorities are going to change at each stake you're playing and at each win rate. So, like. The lower stake you're playing and the lower your win rate is, the more energy you're going to be investing into watching replays of all the coaching sessions, into you know doing group homework, doing studying. Like you're going to have to invest more energy into getting better so that you can increase win rate, so that you can move up stakes. And once you've moved up stakes, once you've increased win rate, um, then 
the situation kind of switches where priority is volume, performance, mindset. So basically like for those players that move up to the, the higher stakes that have increased their win rate, their priority is going to be uh, playing volume. Um, and They're basically in elites. Yeah, they're, they basically leveled up to the elite program where the yeah. focus is performance, mindset, whereas the beginning stage people are going to be in studying, training, just trying to get better and move up stakes. So like for, for somebody in the beginning stage, the way that I envision it right now, and this is subject to change because like I'm going to learn, right? We're going to iterate. We're going to learn from mistakes that we make and efficiencies. We're going to streamline the processes as best as possible. But right now, the requirements for entry-level folks will be to uh, watch all the coaching replays for the week. Um, I'm basically going to be doing three to seven one-to-one private coaching sessions every single week, making those replays available and having the people, the folks that get the one-to-one private coaching sessions every week, um, having them create a summary report of that session themselves, and then sharing that summary report with the group. So basically the, the people will get the summary, they'll get access to the replay. Um, and then we're going to have two hours of, you know, group, collective group coaching, every week where we talk about homework, we talk about what we've learned and, and you know, then we talk about executing integration, developing strategies. Yeah. Another part of the wolf uh, program is that since it's sort of like immersive and team environment, um, strategies that the wolves have questions about, they're able to just ask, you know, ping me on a spot that they seem to be struggling with so that I can develop strats for that spot, look at it in depth, make training videos and shore up, you know, that leak in their game very, very quickly. And then everybody can have access to those strats, you know, moving forward. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, you mentioned earlier, uh, that in the contract, there'd be a certain number of hands that the players have to play in two years. Um, is that something that carries over like on a, let's say weekly or monthly level? Like, is there a minimum number of hands that, you're going to require your players to play per certain time period? Yeah. So the number that I have in mind right now is 20,000 hands a month. Um, so 20,000 hands a month equals about, I think it's like 67 or 68 hours of four tabling online, um, which is, you know, less than 20 hours a week. So I think 20K hands a month is, is doable. And the way that I have it in my head is basically the volume requirements every month are 20k if you play more than 20k say you play 30k you can bank that 10k um so like two months of 30k and then you can take a month off and you're like still hitting the threshold so like the minimum is 20k and then you can bank hands for vacations for you know things that come up with life where you just aren't able to play poker for one reason or another gotcha well that was it in terms of questions specific to cpg i guess like kind of before we go out um i should ask you how do you apply to cpg wolves yeah so the application process is going to be pretty straightforward cpgwolves.com you see the the link down there if you're interested that's where you'll fill out a form i'll get a notification i'll be able to look through everybody's applications and you know like i said I, three of five slots have already been filled for right now um once those other two slots get full then it's basically going to be the the initial launch of the program for three months or so and then 
I'll start taking more applications, assuming things go well. And if every if there's things that come up that I are unforeseen, as <laughs> what I've learned in life, there's always things that come up that are unforeseen. Some problems that are more difficult to navigate than others. And you know, if it just doesn't make sense after three months, then I'm going to close the program down. Right? Like I'm I'm going to do the best that I can. Um, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And if it does work, then I'll be trying to onboard more people and trying to scale. Um, if we, as the listeners want to find out how the CPG CFP is going, whether it's working or not, you, you, you briefly teased kind of the idea of a, a monthly mini pod to provide, you know, listeners and viewers, some behind the scenes content or info on, on what it's like running a stable or a coaching for profits program. Um, you want to touch on that before we yeah it's a, it's an idea that i had you know i thought it would be cool like I, I don't know of anybody that sort of documented the problems um you know the issues the successes the failures the lessons learned of a stable sort of like from the very beginning throughout the process so i thought that it would be pretty cool to you know in a very transparent way talk about how uh, the wolves are progressing on a monthly basis talk about you know just what's going on I, I just thought that, you know, the CPG listener would be interested in that. And so that's sort of what my plan is having like a monthly podcast talking about, you know, the state of CPG wolves, how we're going, how it's progressing and whether or not, um, I'm over the whole ordeal and ready to shut it down yet or not. <laughs> I'll be a sweat every month. <laughs> like, is this still, is this thing still running? Like, yeah, it, I apply. It, it, is it over? Um, <laughs> Another thing that I wanted to talk about that that we haven't we didn't touch on is you know what's happening to private coaching right so I, I do plan on changing some things with private coaching so for, first of all the first thing that's going to be happening December first is private coaching currently is two hundred dollars a session um, or two fifty a session and eight hundred dollars for a four pack starting December first it's going to be one k for a four pack or $300 a session. So the price of private coaching is going up. And then on January 1st or December 31st, I'm closing access to buying coaching packages for at least three months. And that's basically time where I'm going to be devoting most of my energy into the CPG Wolves, into the CFP operations. And I'll honor all coaching packages bought before December 31st, but I'm not going to be selling any more moving forward after that date. So if you've been wanting to uh, invest in private coaching or that's something that uh, has piqued your interest as you've listened to this podcast over time, I would say that there's a chance that if CPG Wolves goes well, that I won't be selling private coaching anymore. I mean, it, you know, three months is sort of like the minimum that I'm closing the cart. And then if it's going well, then I'm just going to close it indefinitely to where all of my coaching, all my energy goes into the wolves specifically. Yeah. That sounds like if you are a potential applicant, it's like, this is like a good last chance effort to like get some private coaching from you before applying to wolves, maybe later down the line and like get to know you better, kind of gain your trust as a, as a student and and have a better chance at having a successful application to, to wolves. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I, I do plan on also offering um, for folks that don't want to be staked, that don't want to hop in the profit sharing aspect of uh, CPG Wolves, I do plan on offering um, basically a pass. So buying into the program itself, 
so that you can get access to strategies, you can get access to the replays, you can get access to group coaching, and you get a one-to-one coaching session every single week. Right now, I have it priced at 10K for six months, so it's like a six-month commitment, but I think I'm probably going to be raising that price in the near future uh, just because like the avatar of applicants that want to go through that are probably already playing, you know, 500 NL or 1K NL. So that, that'll probably be 15 or 20K at, at the end of the day, maybe, maybe even more in, in a couple of years, you know, as more, because basically like as more strategies get developed, as more people get trained, as the onboarding process becomes smoother and smoother, um, the value of being a member goes up over time. Right. So. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I don't want to get roasted by the audience for saying this, but I think 10K is not enough for six months, especially given that you're coaching. If you're getting one coaching session a week and each coaching session is $300 or, you know, valued at $300, that's like, you're only paying like a couple extra, a couple thousand extra at that point for the, for the strategies or to be a part of Wolves. So, well, and, and I, I mean, vote for bumping it up. <laughs> you, you vote vote for raising the As price. As someone who doesn't get any of it, by the way, I'm not. It's not like I'm giving myself a, rooting to give myself a raise or anything here. <laughs> right, right, and, and you'll probably be paying, so you're like act actively costing yourself money. Um, I think that you know, de- like Detox Elite, there is a market for players that are already very successful. Yeah, um, I think it's smart. To, and yeah. I think like Detox Elite is like in the six figure range to be a part of that program. I know that like when Jason Sue was running Big Bet U, it was also much more expensive than um, what I'm doing. I don't actually know if I'm allowed to say how much Detox Elite is, uh, but well, I just did. Maybe I can edit this part out. But um, basically the solutions on the market for that player profile are way more expensive than 10k every six months and so maybe it's something that i'll i'll revisit but my focus is not on that at at the moment so much my my main focus is on building the cfp and staking operation gotcha gotcha all right well unless you had any last points that you wanted to add i guess one thing that i should say is that uh for at least the youtube audience if there are any questions that you guys had that you think i missed or should have asked definitely feel free to leave them in the comments and i'm sure either brad or i will get to them um Especially yeah. given that we don't get a lot of comments on them. Back on Tuesday videos, it's not hard to read all of them. <laughs> um, well, we, we do get some like uh, sex comments from the, the spammers. The talking, spam bots. Yeah, yeah. The, the spam bots. Um, don't click on those, by the way, if, you, if you're inclined. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to add. And I mean, you're the interviewer, right? So you're, you're the one that has yeah. the responsibility of asking the questions and closing up shop. If you don't have any more questions for me, then... Yeah, I think we can call it. Yeah, let's close up shop right here then. And yeah, if you're interested in wolves, cpgwolves.com. Thanks for listening to Chasing Poker Greatness. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Go to chasingpokergreatness.com to get the newsletter. Join the Greatness Village community. Book a coaching session or dive into the latest data-driven poker courses. Follow the show on Twitter at CPG Podcast.